All right, welcome to another episode of uh, From Zero to Hero by Elise Koa, and I'm so excited that you're here. Sorry I missed yesterday. I, I simply have no excuse by just forgetting, but um, I'm here now, and uh, we're going to talk about the third wall or the third important thing that you need to have as a business in order to be successful and make money. So, but before I jump into that and before I tell you what it is, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, so as you know, if you've listened to the other episodes before that, if not, uh, you can go to episode number one, the origin story. Uh, but for now, uh, for those who don't know, I studied in Birmingham in England. I studied popular music performance. And as everyone probably knows, as a student, you don't have a lot of money. And um, so that's. Well, my problem was I didn't have a lot of money. I had like at the end of the month, I maybe had like one or two pounds and um, I didn't have a lot of money just to splurge. I was on a tight budget. And so when people like when my friends were like, oh, let's go to the concert. It's like $10. Or, let's go to this event. It's like 20 oh, pounds. And I always said like, oh, I don't have time. And, you know, but in the back of my head, I was just like, hmm. 20 pounds, that's a week's worth of food for me. So either I go to this event or I just don't eat for a week. So, I mean, it was a hard decision, but um, I just couldn't go and do anything really. Um, sometimes I would like put some money aside and eventually I would able to treat me a little bit, but like $20 for like an event just wasn't in it for me. So it was at the end of my, well, before I graduated really from university that I um, I just, I had all these thoughts. I'm like, okay, I'm a musician. Like people keep telling me that I can't make music. I uh, can't make money off of my music, and as a musician, you're pretty much broke. Either you sign with a label, and you're super rich, and you're amazing, or you're super poor, and you're like this street musician that like Hollywood makes us out, out to be, and I'm just like, that can't be true, because I've seen so many people online, or musicians in particular, that have been successful, and they, they are making their own labels, and making money off of that, and I've I've seen proof that that is just not true. And so I've just had, I'm just, I was in the library and um, as I was most of the time for my, um, uh, just um, for my, for my bachelor's, we had to uh, write, I don't know how many words, but a lot of them. And so I was just in the library a lot and um, yeah, it was just a couple of months before graduation, so I didn't have that much time, so I spent most of my time in the library. Um, luckily, it was a 24-hour one, so um, by the time I usually left, nobody else was there, and um, so I just was working and working and working and reading and writing and falling asleep, waking up, writing some more. That was pretty much my day and then play guitar and <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, so take, so I was just like, okay, at this point I knew I wanted to start an online business, but that was the way uh, I needed to go. 
to make money, but I'm like, how do I, how do I start a business with like no money, with no budget? Like I didn't, like I said, at the end of the month, I maybe had like one or two pounds on there and um, just barely scraped by. Like there, I had no money. I was just so consumed with time, with um, band rehearsals and everything else. I'm like, you know, for, for people that know what they want to do after, like, it's cool for them to graduate, but for me, I'm like kind of scared of graduating because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going into the real world and I don't know what I want to do and I haven't figured out how I'm going to do what I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, like start a business, an online business and start making money off of the music and everything. And But I just didn't know how to get there. Like university didn't teach me how to actually make money. Like they told they taught us like how to be a great musician and how to perform and how to work well in the studio with other musicians and with producers. And we, we learned everything else, but besides how to make money. So I was prepared to be a musician, but I wasn't um, prepared to be making money. And so I was just really scared. I'm just like, I only have a couple months left to figure this out. And, or I started doing something and it didn't work out or, I had like all these ideas and just nothing really worked out the way I wanted it to. And um, so one day I went um, home from the library and I've walked this way a bazillion times. So, you know, when your, your head just kind of goes in autopilot and um, you, you just start walking, like your, your brain just kind of, doesn't shut off, but it's just somewhere completely different. So, you know, my feet were walking home, but my head was like, I have so many, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to start my online business uh, with no money? How am I going to learn how to uh, monetize it all and everything? So my head, there were just like bazillion ideas going through there and trying to figure out how I'm going to make money and had like all the deadlines from university in there and everything else. And then um, something kind of yanked me out of my thoughts. And it, it was a, a car that was just driving past me. And it wasn't just any car. It was a really, like, expensive, posh car. So I could just tell whoever whoever owned the car had a lot of money. Because if you have a car like that, you don't drive that car. You have a driver for that car. <laughs> okay. So I can't, I'm not good with cars, so I don't remember the model or anything. I was, I just know it was like a dark, like a black or dark blue color or something. But I just remember like being like, dang, like that's a nice looking posh car. Like this dude has a lot of money or girl or whatever. And it just kind of stops. Like, I don't know. 30 meters uh in front of me and so I was close enough to see what's happening but still too far away to hear what they were saying and so the car stops in front of an older guy probably mid 40s or something um that was reading a book and so he was um uh yeah so he just sat there reading his book and then as the car pulled up uh, he um, then looked up and was happy to see his car, obviously. That's what I assumed. And then as I thought it would happen, the driver comes out around the car, um, also very nicely uh, dressed, and um, kind of looks at the guy to 
like tell him hello and um like opens the door and the the older man that was probably like I said like mid-40s or something um you could just tell on his like suit that just the way he was dressed he just had a lot of money and he um (laughs) he then kind of nodded back and he got into the car and for some reason I just felt like I needed to run like I needed to ask him like what he was doing that made him all this money like obviously he was really successful with what he was doing so in my head I was like you need to run like you need to ask him like what he does and so I was just like sprinting um towards the the car and the the man was just about to close the door and I just like put in my hand so he could close the door and get away and so here I was put in my hand it hurt but it was worth it and here I was like completely out of breath just sprinting through the car trying to like I'm sorry sir but I've been don't be scared like I'm not trying to rob you I'm not (laughs) I'm not trying to um uh you know get yeah I don't want to hurt you and I was trying to say this completely out of breath and um I just want to ask you one question is like I know you get this probably all the time but how how do you make money like how are you so so successful what he does and he said this for you guys, for all the Instagrammers that are watching right now, um, for the rest of the story and the secret, how he earned money, uh, go to uh, Spotify or Anchor and put in Elise Koa from Zero to Hero and you can hear the rest of the story. I'll see you then. Okay, so for the rest of the everyone from the podcast that's still here, Here's how it went, right? So here I was sprinting in to the car, slammed my hand in the door, which hurt, but I said it was just worth it for for what he was about to tell me. Um, And uh, this, anyway, so he, the guy was kind of looked freaked out and he was looking at me. I was looking at him. I just couldn't believe that I did something like that. Like, I'm just like, sorry, sir. Like, I usually don't do this, but, uh, and don't be scared. Like, I'm not trying to rob you or hurt or harm you. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm just desperate at this point. I'm just a poor student that basically just struggles to get by and never made, well, a lot of money. I mean, I had a few jobs every now and then to get me some money, but not really like that made money money and sir I know you get this question quite quite a lot and probably everyone asked you this but um what's the secret of making money um like a lot of it and obviously like you're uh quite successful so I, I'm just very desperate just I just need to know what it is that what's the big secret or secrets and um the this older gentleman he kind of you know put on the like a not not like a smile but like a little you know 
like a, you know, he kind of like had like this, like this, I don't know, this little smurf on his face. And he's like, yeah, I do get that question a lot. Um, but I'll tell you something. And remember how I told you he was reading um, on the bench before he got picked up by the driver? Um, he took the book that he was reading and it was this book called High Performance Habits by Brandon Burchard and he gave it to me. He's like, you can have it. You need it more than me. And he says, if you read this book at least for 30 minutes every day and then implement whatever he tells you to do in this book for the next 10 to 15 minutes, you'll have no problems making money at all. And he says, like, the chapters that are in here, um, they're designed uh, at the end. They have, like, little um, to-do things at the end. So he says, do that, and um, you'll be ready to go. And I, I was just like, thank you, sir. Like, thank you for the book. I, I'm just so excited. Thank you. Um, I just said thank you like I think a bazillion times and he just kind of nodded as like sign of appreciation um, gave me a little smile and then the driver took off and that was it like that that was uh what changed my life pretty much um This was about um, over a year ago now. Uh, um, he, yeah, it was like probably one and a half years ago was when this happened. And because it was like a couple of months before I graduated and I graduate, graduated um, beginning of August. So... Yeah, let's say about one and, a, one and a half years is when I started reading this book. And you can see it, um, you know, it looks like a, well, you, for you that are on the podcast, you can't see. But if you could, it just kind of looks like a, like a little kid kind of <laughs> drew in it and with all the different colors. And I just like to write in it and take notes in my book and, um, You can just see that I've read it a, a, a lot of times and it's truly changed my mind because what really separates us as just normal earning income people to like millionaires are our habits. And like I said, our mindset and the way we think. And that, that's what I said. What you think is what you do, what you do is what become your habits and what your habits are becomes actually you. Um, so it only makes sense that if your mindset isn't right, alt alternatively, your habits are not going to be right either. And your habits is what's going to make you money. <laughs> so it only makes sense. Uh, so I, I am proud to say that I started my own business a couple of weeks ago now. And um, I was able to um, be my own boss, and it feels really, really nice. Uh, 
And it's because of this book, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. And I just love this book. And this guy was, had, you know, is right. And it's not like I'm making millions, um, but I can tell how I'm slowly but steadily getting to the place I want to be. And if you want to buy this book, um, there's going to be a link below. And there are going to be cool bonuses that I'm going to throw into it with like a checklist of things, um, like a blueprint that um, helped me to kind of follow along with the book. So you can kind of check off the things that you need to implement in your life. And also uh, what you're going to get is an audio version that I personally um, spoke, uh, recorded in for you guys. And um uh, so you'll get the book, you'll get the audio, you'll get the, the blueprint, the checklist, um, and everything for only um, uh, $14. So this book that's changed my life, um, you can have this book plus the two bonuses from me for $14 only. So... I'm just going to have a little time pass by. This entire offer and this entire story is completely made up. How awkward is this right now? I mean, I have read the book because it's one of my favorite books. Um, I'm not getting paid for um, advertising him. I just really genuinely love his book. And it has changed my life. Um, it's one of my favorites. But the entire story itself is made up. Okay? I usually, if I tell you stories, don't get me wrong, I always tell you the truth. But... What I'm trying, I'm trying to make a point here. And um, the third point of making money successfully online in your um, business is called marketing. So all I've been doing is I've been using this third principle, marketing, to sell you something. Okay, so what does the story have to do with an online business? It's marketing. So the third point that I'm trying to make today um, is how important marketing is. And I think in order for you guys to kind of understand what marketing is, is the, the definition, like what does it actually mean? What is marketing? Um. And it's marketing. This is what uh, Stephen Larson says. Um, this is how he explained it. Because a lot of people can separate what marketing is, what sales is, and what closing is. A lot of people kind of use those words in interchangeable uh, because they don't know what what the what the difference differences are between them. So this is how um, Stephen Larson explained it. What made me kind of like help understand everything. So marketing 
is the act of changing beliefs with the intent of a purchase or sale. A sale is pre uh, presenting an offer and overcoming objections your customer has. And then closing are logical reasons why you should buy and act now. Okay? So marketing is the act of changing beliefs with an intent of a purchase. Second, sales is presenting an offer and overcoming objections your customer has. And the third one is closing are logical reasons why you should buy and act now. Okay, so still, Elise, what does this have to do with the story you just told? Well, again, marketing is the act of changing beliefs with an intent of a sale or purchase. Purchase. So you need to change your customers' beliefs in order to get them to buy what you want to sell, right? So why are beliefs so important or how are beliefs upheld? By stories, right? How does the reasons why you believe something is because there's usually a story behind it because you went through it or you heard from your parents, your family, your enemies, your whoever it was, other musicians, like they tell us something and then we either believe it or we don't believe it. But as soon as we believe it, um, it's in our brain and we, um, unless somebody else shows us a way why it's not right through another story, that's what we're gonna believe. Does that make sense? So in order to sell you this book, I came up with a story that I knew would sell to you guys. There, there are a lot of things that I put into the story that I stra strategically placed there to make you guys want to buy that book through a story. So if you want to, okay, let's say, um, what do I have here in uh, my office? Um, let's just grab something real quick. Um, okay, let's take my ukulele for example. Right? This is just a normal ukulele. Um, it's one of the nicer ones. It has a, a pickup here. All my instruments have to have a pickup. That's just uh, my standard. So this is a decent ukulele. Um, um, good quality from Ibanez. So it's a good brand. This is probably worth... Um, 
let's say uh, this is probably worth I think uh, 250 euros um, so it's probably like around $290 um, for this ukulele but if I tell you the story about um, I went to a concert by um, what's her name What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Uh, this girl from... Uh, why am I having a brain fart on this? I know her from... This is if you do a podcast on the spot, then stuff like this happens. Um... Because she was on America's uh, Got Talent or something. Um, Grace Vanderwall. Oh my word. Yes, her. Okay, I went to her concert and um, I. I just, she's just probably going to be the next Taylor Swift. She's very talented. She's, she's written her own songs and her album is just so great. She's a great songwriter because she also writes about things that um, aren't easy to write about, like depression and stuff. And so I just admire her as a songwriter. And what um, happened is I got there really early in the morning and I stood in line and it was worth it because at the concert I was in the first row and um so I was there with a friend of mine and we're just having fun at the concert and then towards the end uh Grace was um the very ukulele that she played on stage she gave it away and not did she just give it away but she gave it to me and this is the ukulele that she gave away. So this is not just any ukulele. This is Grace Vanderwall's ukulele that she played at the concert in Munich. Okay, so obviously this story was up, made up again, but did you see how the value just went up? I just took a $290 ukulele and made it pretty much priceless because it's Grace Vanderwall's. It could be in a hard rock ca cafe. Um, Okay, probably not in the uh, ukulele, kind of be weird in the hard, hard rock cafe. But what I'm trying to say is in order, a story amplifies the value. Story amplifies the value of whatever you're selling. Okay, whatever it is that you're selling, by adding value to it in a story or but you can amplify the value and the price by telling a story. And that's what I just did. You know, I took the book, I told a story, I ampl amplified the value of the book and made you want to buy it. So I all I did is I changed your beliefs about the book, about the ukulele. You know, you change beliefs through stories. So beliefs are upheld by stories. This is very important. 
So in order to be a good marketing person, you need to be good at telling stories. That's why in all of my podcasts, I tell stories because that's what people remember and that's what people um, value then uh, or amplifies the value of whatever I'm trying to sell afterwards. It opens up a gap for me to put in the offer or, yeah, put in the sale, which is presenting an offer um, and overcoming objections your customer has. Right, so we we're gonna talk more into depth into sales and closing and probably some other podcasts if that's what you're interested in. But for now, um, the third thing that you need to learn is that marketing is very important because that's how you get people to believe in what you're trying to sell. Okay, so I'm I'm very excited that you get to hear this and um, learn. So. Yeah, if you are ready for the fourth and final and last point uh, in growing your business and making money, then stick around for tomorrow's episode. And until then, bye.